Robin, will you come and read for us, please? Good morning, church family. Please join me in reading God's holy word, Psalm 54. To the choir master with stringed instruments, a masquil of David, when the Ziphites went to Saul, and when Ziphites went and told Saul, is not David hiding among us? O God, save me by your name and vindicate me by your might. O God, hear my prayer. Give ear to the words of my mouth. For strangers have risen up against me. Ruthless men seek my life. They do not set God before themselves. Selah. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. He will return the evil to my enemies. In your faithfulness, put an end to them. With a freewill offering, I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good. For he has delivered me from every trouble, and my eyes have looked in triumph on my enemies. Amen. Jason. Let's pray. And Lord, we come before you knowing and acknowledging you are a God that sees and a God that hears. And Lord, you see the very depths of, the, of our souls and our hearts, each one of us. Every day is before your eyes that you have in store for each one of us. And Lord, that you know the utter wickedness of our heart and the rebellious nature of our, our will. Lord, you sought to reach down to us and, and claim us as your own. That you would send your son to, on our behalf to pay the price that we could not pay. We thank you, O oh God. What amazing love. What steadfast love. And Father, we come to rejoice in the salvation that is so rich and free through Christ, not because of our own merit, but because of his merit. Father, that you invite us into your presence to worship you and to adore you and to give our lives before you every day. So Father, take our sacrifice of worship this day. May it be pleasing in your sight. May it be a joy to your ears. We give you thanks and praise for Christ and all he has done. In his name we pray. Amen. So as we continue our catechism questions, the question today, 39, is with what attitude should we pray? And the answer, I love to say these together. So with love, perseverance, and gratefulness, in humble submission to God's will, knowing that for the sake of Christ, he always hears our prayers. And our short answer said together, with love, 
perseverance, and gratefulness. Our scripture this morning comes from Philippians 4, 6. And let's say this together as well. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And Father, you have been so, so kind to us that we cannot but rejoice and praise your name. There are many things that we don't understand. There are things with people that, whom we love, with fighting and war and all the ugliness that's around us. But Father, that ugliness is not you. And you are beauty. And you are sovereign. And out of those ashes, you bring forth beauty. So we can rejoice. We can have hope. We can have peace. We can have excitement over being your child. And so we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All righty. Well, I, you know, when, uh, I used to have this comic on my clipboard. It was about a pastor. His name's Pastor Bob, and Pastor Bob is preaching away, and uh, it shows him he's, he's being videoed, so he's kind of looking off to the camera, and his eyes are wide open this big, and he says, Pastor Bob recognized or realized that point C had nothing to do with point B. And, uh, and I just want you to know that uh, it is so good to be here, and I hope that point A and B and C make sense. So... Uh, so anyway, we are working on uh, uh, Catechism question chapter, uh, number 39, uh, with what attitude should we pray? And again, the passage of Scripture, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and, and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I just love that verse. You know, it's been said about worry or anxiousness. Uh, worry is like a rocking chair. It always, it's always in motion, but it never gets anywhere. And uh, another, uh, Charles Spurgeon said this, anxiety does, does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows, but it empties today of its strengths. And I uh, Paul Tripp said this, my, anxi my anxiety does not come from thinking about the future, but wanting to control it. So let me ask you a question. What do you do when life doesn't turn out the way that you imagine? What do you do with it? Again, this question asks, uh, what attitude should we pray? And I believe that our anxiousness or, and or our worry reveals something about what we believe about God. You see, our belief about God often dictates our attitudes towards him when it comes uh, to how much we are anxious or how much we worry. And so I just want to, this morning, I'm going to, I'm, this is going to be a very interactive service. And uh, we're going we're gonna to sing some camp songs today. And some of you know them. And, uh, and so we're going to stand. There's motions on the screen. And so parents or adults, don't be nervous. Just go wild with it. Have some fun with it. And then I'm also going to call on some references to be read. And so just ask that you would, uh, I'll, I'll just, uh, it's, this is not a sword drill. This is a, just verses that I'm going to give you. And so I just ask you that you would stand when you have that verse. 
and that you would just turn to the crowd and read it. So, uh, so one of the things that, that I just want to say today is that, you know, the catechism questions ask us uh, about our belief, our belief system of God. And, uh, and I just love that. It, what do we believe about God? What do we, what do we feel about God? Uh, what do we understand about God? And, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that I love is that, uh, that music has the ability to confront our beliefs about God. Scripture has the ability, God has the ability to confront our view about God. And so we're going to look at that. And I, I just want to invite you to stand. We're going to sing a song. It's called My God is Powerful. And, uh, and so just want you to, to sing out. Kids, if you've been to camp and you know it, you can sing it out. Just sing it out loud.
seated. All right, so one of the things we're talking about is when we're talking about be anxious for nothing, and I just want to say that one of the things, one of the views about God that we really struggle with is, is God really powerful? And, and, and if I were to ask that, it's a rhetorical question, but, but you can answer it. Is God really powerful? Yeah. Amen. He is powerful over everything, and, uh, and we need to understand that He's, and uh, so one of the things I just want to call out a verse here, Psalm chapter 47, verse 5. So someone find that and read it for me. Psalm 40, 147, verse 5. Psalm 147, verse 5. Go ahead, Ted. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things that I want to encourage you with as we go through any of the catechism questions is let the Word of God speak to you. Let the music speak to you. Let, let God speak to you. God is powerful. He stands invincible. Now, this one might be a little tougher to find, but Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 19. Habakkuk. Chapter 3. Kina. Amen. Amen. God stands invincible. And again, the question that we want to ask is, do we really believe that our God is powerful? Um, that there is, uh, that his understanding has no limits that he is invincible. That's a question that we're asking today. As we, as we wrestle with this whole idea of anxiety and worry, we, we need to understand that, that he is the rock that will never move. And I, I just want to invite someone to look up Psalm chapter 18, verses 2 and 3. Psalm chapter 18, verses 2 and 3. Amen. Amen. So not only is he our rock, but we can say as the song did, I will that he he will never be moved and and neither will we. We will not be moved. And then he says, I I will hold on to him. And that is so important. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23. If someone wants to look that up. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23. Hebrews 10, 23. Go ahead, Tom. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Amen. Let us hold fast without wavering. So one of the things in the midst of anxiousness and worry that we need to, we need to go to the word of God. We need to, we need to, and I just want to tell you, I, I appreciate my parents for, for teaching me songs to sing. 
and and uh, and 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 scripture uh, to go to to remember who God is and what He is and what He is doing, what He can and will do. That He is our rock. That He is powerful. That He is invincible. Uh, that uh, He will not be moved, and that we can hold on to Him. And uh, it is so important to remember that. And one of the things that uh, that uh, someone said was that the function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to change the nature of the one who prays. And that is so important for us to remember that as we pray, as we're lifting our hearts, as we're pouring out our hearts to God, that he wants us to understand that, that, he, uh, that he is there, that he will be there for us, that he is our rock, he is invincible, and he will not be moved. And so uh, are, are you with me so far? All right. So we're going to look at one other uh, one of song that, uh, this, this song kids love is called My Hope is in the Lord. So let's stand and we'll sing that one. My Hope is in the Lord. It's got a little bit of choir background music, and so it's a little ooh, 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 okay? So, all right, so don't be afraid to do that. See, Tom's getting back. He doesn't want to be seen, so all right. So anyway, let, let's sing that song. Oh, 
You know, some some of you people, it's just fun to watch. Just like, my hope is in the Lord. I can count on him. All right. I am so nervous. Ah, 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 ah. You know, that's that's kind of how we are, you know. But can I just tell you that that one of the things that I love about kids' songs is, man, they just lift the roof off. And they just challenge us. They challenge our thinking and our belief system. And our hope is in the Lord. My friends, when we are anxious, when we are worried, I just I look around at things that are happening in the world and I just get a little bit worried. Well, my hope is in the Lord. There's the answer, okay? I hope that, that and I pray that you're finding the answer to your attitudes as we, as we talk through these points here. So my hope is in the Lord. Or is it in something else? That's a question that we need to ask ourselves. So Psalm 71.5, if someone would look that up for me. Psalm 71, verse 5. And just stand and read that for me. Psalm 71, verse 5. Amen. Thank you. All right. And then as the song says, I can count on him. Isaiah chapter 41, verses 10 and 13. If I could have someone look that up. Isaiah chapter 41, verses 10 and 13. Man, I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand. God has you. God knows you and he has you. He knows all of your concerns and he desires to be there. And he desires that we would come to him. So I belong to him. That, folks, I just want you to catch the truth. Say that with me. I belong to him. Ready? One, two, three. I belong to him. Do you really believe that? I belong to God. I belong to God. Do you believe that? Folks, that is so important. I belong to him. Romans chapter 14, verse 7 through 9. Just encourage someone to read that. Romans chapter 14, verses 7 through 9. If you find that, stand and read that. Amen. Amen. Moms and dads, I just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you with this that, you know, at home when we're, you know, we used to we used to always laugh about our family devotions. You know, dad used to get out his big Bible and just, well, let's let's read the Bible and then and then dad would ask us all these questions and, you know, I just want to say, you know, it's it's so important just to just to go to the word and then to to speak the truth of God's word. And that that is a truth that we belong to God. It doesn't matter whether we live or die. We belong to God. Amen? We belong to God. And, and it's so important for us to understand. And, uh, and again, I just, want you to, I just want you to catch that. I belong to him. Um, he will never, I just love this song. We just hug ourselves. He will never let me go. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So, uh, but Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. Joshua chapter 1, verse 5.
the thumbing of, of, of phones, the rustling of pages. Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. Someone have it. Easton. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is his promise to Joshua. What a, what a great promise that God gives us. Amen. I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, I, I just think of Jim and Daylene in the hospital. God is right there, right there with them. He will not leave them nor forsake them. He has them in the palm of his hand. He has them. He has the sukos in his hand. He has you and I in his hand. I will never let you go. You know, there, Paul Tripp said, prayer is not bringing your list and asking God to sign, on, to sign on. Prayer is handing God a blank sheet that you have already signed and trust him to fill out as he sees fit. And that is so important. When, we, when it comes to prayer, when it comes to coming before God, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, let your request be made known to God. You know, one of the, I remember one of uh, uh, John Blomberg, uh, he had gone to see Warren Wiersbe, uh, uh, and uh, Warren Wiersbe was teaching a seminar, and uh, Warren Wiersbe said this about prayer. Uh, he said, prayer is not an organ recital. That is, we pray for Uncle Bob's kidneys and Aunt Martha's heart, and that is not what prayer is. It's not an organ recital, folks. Prayer is so much, much more than that. And that's what we need to understand, that, that when we pray, folks, God desires your heart. He desires that you would come boldly into his presence. So then one of the things that we need to understand, and I, and I just love this song, and we, just, we did this last week. It's called, uh, Does God Forgive Me? And that's a question that we have. Does God forgive me? And uh, let's just stand as we sing this song. Um, and I just, I just love it. Um, and... Uh, it will make sense to you. You take all the pieces of my life, put them back together, make it all right. Oh, you forgive me. Only you can heal my broken heart, make all things new.
No one knows me, God, like you. You see who I am, not what I do. And you forgive me. You take all the pieces of my life, put them back together, make it all I just want to say that prayer, uh, for prayer to make sense, we must understand that sin makes us comprehensively needy. Every area of our personhood has been damaged in some way by sin. You see, we don't, we don't desire what we should. We don't think what we should. We don't speak what we should. We don't act as we should. We worry too much. We don't want help. Folks, we need rescued. We need wisdom. We need forgiveness. We need strength. The context of our life is not a situation or a circumstance or a location. The context of our lives is a person. The context of our lives is God. And he is powerful and he is your hope. And he forgives you. The scripture says he puts all the pieces of our lives back together. And I just invite someone to read Psalm 32, 1 through 5. Psalm 32, 1 through 5. This is David's cry as he repents of his sin before God. Psalm 32, 1 through 5. Amen. Thank you, Gabby. You know, just like the song says that I, I don't always do things right. Do you ever do you do things right all the time? No, 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 you don't. And uh, and yet we know that he says, I will confess my sin to God and God will forgive. He forgives. He heals your broken heart. Psalm 147, verse three. Someone wants to look that up. Psalm 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and finds out their weakness. Amen. He heals the brokenhearted. You know, uh, yesterday um, I got to go to a, a graduation party for 
my sister-in-law, Tabby. Um, Tabby uh, was married to my little brother, Philip, who passed away from ALS. And, uh, and there was a lot of brokenheartedness there. But yesterday, there was a celebration. She graduated uh, with honors, and she, uh, she is now a, a, a certified nurse. And uh, it's just amazing that she accomplished that, and that God healed her broken heart. And, and it was so, so awesome just to see her kids. And her, her mom actually got to pen her uh, and, and honor her. And, and, uh, and that, that was just so awesome. God heals the brokenhearted. And, and, and we just need to understand God desires to heal your broken heart. And I just want you to understand that sometimes it does begin with confession. It, it, it does begin with confession. And he makes all things new with a brand new start. I, just a, a very familiar per, uh, passage, 1 Corinthians 15, or 5, verse 17. 1 Corinthians 5, 17. There we go. Okay. So, Skyland, did you have it? First Corinthians five seventeen. It's not there. Oh. He makes us all new creatures. Second Corinthians five seventeen. I'm sorry. Yeah, Second Corinthians. There you go. Thanks, Cindy. A typo on my part. Amen. Amen. He makes all things new. He puts it all together, makes it all brand new. God desires to do that for you. You see, folks, one of the things I want to say according to this verse in Philippians uh, 4, 6 is that it says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, let your request be made known to God. And I just want you to understand that God is the context of your life and my life. God is the context. It's not, it's not your circumstances, it's not the situations, it's not the people, it's not the locations. That's not what it's all about. It's about God. It's about that God is right there with you. He desires to be your power and your strength. He desires, he, he desires to, uh, uh, to be your hope. He desires to forgive. God is there for you and I. And I just want you to understand that. So, again, we have to ask ourselves, what do these three songs have to do with our attitude towards prayer? And I just want to say this, that, that uh, prayer not only attaches you to the wonderful resources of God's grace, who is present, powerful, and near, and willing, but prayer reminds you and I of what you and I are, and that is that we are needy, and what God is, that God is gracious. Prayer awakens you and I, from our sleep and calls us to pay attention again. Prayer is about obedience. Prayer is about affirming our weaknesses and our blessings. Prayer is about getting your identity and God's glory right. Prayer confronts you with who God is and preaches to you what is most important, that God is there, that he is powerful. And it's so important for us to understand that. Prayer is about humility. Prayer is about trust. Prayer is about openness. It's about pouring out our hearts. Prayer is, is our attitude about God. In other words, it's what we say we believe about God. So again, I just want to ask the question, is he powerful? Is, 
Is he your hope? Will he ever let you go? Will he forgive you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let your reasonableness be made uh, be, uh, known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the God of all peace and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts in and minds in Christ Jesus. So again, I just want to say, let this be your attitude and the God of peace will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I just want to say, I just want to encourage you. You know, for me, uh, this has been a really crazy time, a really crazy time of waiting, a really crazy time of looking to God, of trusting on God, of waiting upon God, on his mercy and his grace. And God is so good, amen? He is so good. He is good to you. He is powerful. He is mighty. He is your hope. He is your strength. He is your rock. He forgives. He forgives you. You know, it's, it's just so important for us to understand that, to, to, to challenge our hearts. You see, the context the context of, of the attitude that I think the Apostle Paul is addressing in this verse really deals with, our, with, with how we view God, how we view who God is and what he is and what he says he is and what he says he will do. And I just want to encourage you that you would go to him, that you would recognize him as your strength and your power, that you would, uh, that you would trust that he is your hope, that you would... That you would Desire that he would, as you pour out your hearts in confession of forgiveness, that you would know that you would know that he would cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He is your God. He is our God. I was just the the, uh, the, the song uh, uh, "Great is the Lord" that we were singing. It, just an amazing song. Just I, I just love that song as we as we move into the chorus. Uh, Great is the Lord. And that is, that is what we are called to do. We are to acknowledge God. That is our attitude that he calls us to have, that we would seek him and that we would know that he is there. And so I just want to encourage you with that. Just, uh, just want to encourage you that he is your power, that, uh, that, he, um, that he desires to be your hope, that he desires to forgive that he desires to walk with you each and every day. And I, and I just encourage you with that. I, I know in, in my life, it's, it's just been very, very interesting. I just want to share that. I know with Teresa and I, we've, we've been spending a lot of time in prayer and talking and sharing, and, and we just know that God has us every step of the way. He is so good. He is so awesome. Will you pray with me? Father God, we come before you. Lord, we ask that you would... Uh, Lord, that you would be our God, that, Lord, the context here is, what is our attitude about you, God? Um, do we believe that you are powerful? Do, you, do we believe, God, that you um, are our are, are only hope? Lord, do we believe that you forgive us? Uh, Lord, as, as the scripture so clearly shouts out, Lord, who you are and what you are and what you will do for us, we just want to say thank you. Lord, as the songs that we have sung today,
have so purposely laid out, Lord, that our only hope is in you, that you are powerful, that you forgive us, God. We just want to say thank you. Lord, from the bottom of our hearts, God, we confess as a church, Lord, that we need you. God, we want you. God, we ask that you would rest your spirit within our hearts, Lord, that you would empower us, that you would move us, God, that you would release us, God, to be your church, to be your light, to be the strength, to be your power, God. God, we ask that you would do your work in us and through us and for us, God. We just want to say thank you, God. Thank you for what you're doing. God, we ask all these things in Jesus' wonderful and precious name. Amen. Amen. Tom, will you come?